guys, welcome back to another episode of the Shriner Circle. Today we are here with our very first guest, Coach Lynn. Coach Lynn, please introduce yourself. Well, I'm Coach Lynn. I am the head softball coach here at Shriner. I'm in my second year and um, yeah, I'm originally from Austin, Texas, played at Concordia and so now I'm glad to be uh, back in the state of Texas. So how's it been since we left? How's it been? It's been really boring. That's for sure. It's uh, driving around campus is uh, really empty. Um, you know, the security gates and the security guards are really the only ones that are on campus regularly, along with like admissions counselors and financial services and stuff. But everybody else has gone home and drive past the, the dorm parking lots. And it's uh, really weird seeing them totally empty. So um, but a lot of us coaches have been in the office every now and then with recruits and things like that. So trying to stay busy until y'all get back, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, so um, we'll just start off the podcast with some questions from some of my teammates. And um, I also have some questions from the fans. Um, so my question is, did you expect to have such a crazy group of girls coming into your first year? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, uh, I don't know what I expected, but I like what I have now. I'll put it that way. <laughs> you guys, um, you'll definitely keep us on our toes. That's for sure. Coach K and I laugh all the time with everything that y'all do. And um, I don't know. you. <laughs> I'm always laughing. Never know what you're going to say, but we're always laughing. That's for sure. But I love it. It's fun. Yeah. I remember talking to Mel one day and I was like, I wonder if like Coach Lynn realizes that like she needed to be a therapist when she came in for all of us. Like, I wonder if she realized that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that couch, y'all love that couch. That's for sure. It's, uh, it's become the, the comfy couch where you just open up and let all your feelings out, that's for sure. But I love it, it's fun. Yeah, so our next question is from Madi, and she asked, what was your favorite part about the spring season last year? Ooh, Madi, that's a good question. Um, let's see, my favorite part. <laughs> Honestly, like the bus rides were probably the most fun thing um just like listening to y'all be your ridiculous selves in the back and me trying not to laugh at um things i probably shouldn't hear um and uh just just uh getting to learn y'all's personalities a little bit more i think was was really the fun part but um i guess if you're if i'm thinking about a game i would say i think one of the most fun games we had last year um, obviously like Austin College and Hannah Ortiz hitting her home runs was fun, but I think when we played Whitworth in the second game, um, Amanda, uh, Amanda Timmerman came in and, uh, uh, struck out like six or seven batters in her last few innings. And we ended up winning the game after they hit some home runs to get close or tie it up. And that was just a fun game. So I think we were all super intense and it was, uh, I don't know, that was one of, one of the, one of the games that sticks out the most in my head. So. Yeah, I, I think like the bus rides, uh, we couldn't be like normal for <laughs> two hours. We had to like let our personality show a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were plenty of times where I was like, 
I feel like I'm driving around some like kindergartners or something <laughs> like that because y'all were so crazy. And then you just like say something and then I could see y'all like try and look at me in the car and I was just like, oh my gosh, y'all just do you, whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah, that was fun times. Um, so the next question is from Tacey. She says hi. Uh, hi and she wants to know who the clumsiest person on the team is. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Tacey Tatum uh right back at her um she oh man that girl she uh definitely always finding the grounds one way or another one way or another or hitting herself with her bat or you know even even speaking sometimes can be can be a little hard words are hard right Tacey words are hard oh um, so, yeah Tacey's definitely the clumsiest one I kind of made a little made fun of her a little bit in our uh, fall highlight video um, with a with a recap of her tripping at Howard Payne last year. So. Yeah, that was really funny. I, was, <laughs> I, I probably watched that video maybe like four or five times. Oh, I watch it almost once a day just because <laughs> it makes me laugh. <laughs> um, so I have a couple questions for my Nana. Um, she wanted to ask you, do you think that the softball season will be shorter than a regular season or will it be kind of like normal, like same schedule, same amount of games and all that stuff? Yeah, so um, right now the hope is that we're still able to play our 40 game schedule. Um, you know, that's the way I have it planned right now. That's the way the practice schedule is set up. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if down the road, you know, some games maybe get postponed or canceled because of COVID, you know, like the other team has some COVID issues or something like that. But um, I'm, I think our fall went really well on campus for at least us to be healthy enough to play all spring. Um, now it's just going to come down to hoping that the other teams are all healthy enough to play all spring. And um, I think I think our conference is really dedicated to making sure that baseball and softball and the other spring sports are able to still have a somewhat of a normal year as normal as it can be with COVID. So I'm hoping it stays the same. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, and then her other question was, have you heard anything about like the athletes having to get vaccinated with the new vaccination coming out soon? I have not heard anything about that. Um, I honestly, I don't, I mean, we're not in the office all the all the time, and I know right now we're just worried about um, you know testing and uh, making sure y'all are all healthy. Um, so I don't I don't really know what the what the rules going to be with the vaccination and everything because everybody has different opinions about that stuff. So I'm not I'm not really sure what that's going to look like whenever whenever that comes out if it comes out. So yeah, it's kind of scary. <laughs> Um, so those are all the, the questions that I have for today. Um, okay. So for this podcast, we're just going to talk about how COVID has like affected our season in the spring and what we did in the fall and what we're looking towards uh, in the upcoming spring season. So um, if you could just talk about how COVID affected our spring season and how everything went down. Yeah. Um, so that was, I remember we had a team dinner at my house like the Tuesday before or that Monday before um, everything shut down basically. Um, we had 
we're about halfway through our season. We had played 18 games and I felt like it was a good opportunity for us to kind of check back in with each other. And um, I made y'all spaghetti because everybody loves spaghetti. And um, also I think it was the bachelor finale and maybe we were watching that at my house as well. So um, I remember while I was waiting for y'all to show up at the house, I had the news on and they were talking about how COVID-19 was spreading around and the Ivy League had kind of just started announcing that they were gonna cancel their seasons and everything. And I just, you know, you had that naive thought that that won't happen to us, right? It's, it's not gonna get all the way to us. And then next thing you know, by the end of that week, we're all uh, saying bye to, bye to each other because we've had our last practice. Um, our conference decided to, at the time, postpone or suspend play because um, we had the hopes that this would get contained or figured out um, by April or May and we would maybe be able to come back and do something. But um, I remember I remember getting the phone call from our athletic director in the middle of practice saying that, um, that we were shut down and I was like, um, can we finish practice still? And he was like, yes, you can, you know, just finish practice and then, you know, tell the team that they need to kind of pack up because we were, it was at the end of that week, the next week was spring break. So y'all were going to go home for spring break. And then um, I just remember having to like compose myself enough to give y'all the news. And uh, it was not easy. That's for sure. I think I uh, cried more in those few hours that we were together than I've cried this whole year, maybe. Um, so it was uh pretty emotional and having to look our seniors in the face and tell them that they, that they were kind of done was, um, was a lot harder than I was expecting. And even thinking about it now is, uh, you know, gets me a little emotional, I guess you could say it's, uh, they, they provided a lot for our team and I just didn't want it to be over. And I, I tell recruits this and other people this too, obviously we were upset that we were done, right. With that we weren't going to play, but I think, maybe we were even more upset that we weren't going to see each other every day. Cause I just think that that's the, the vibe and the camaraderie and family like feel that we have in our team. And the fact that we weren't going to see each other every day, I think was hurt more than actually not playing, obviously not playing sucked, but um, you know, I think not seeing each other was what really hurt the most. And, um, but um, after that, you know, we kind of went into, I still checked in with y'all every week or every other week to talk about your grades and make sure you're handling going online. Okay. And, all of y'all adjusted a little bit differently to all that stuff. And then, um, and then obviously we got the word that we weren't going to play at all and um, everybody was going online. So um, it's been, it's been an adjustment for sure. I guess, um, do you want to talk about fall now, I guess a little bit? Um, yeah, you can. I mean, I was just going to say like, I remember hearing about COVID and how like, kind of serious it was at the time, like even in March. And all I could think of is when Ebola was like real big and I was like, oh, like, it's not going to be anything like we'll still play, we'll still go to school, like nothing's going to happen. And then we get shut down for like, or we, we don't go back to school or, and we're in quarantine for six months. And I was like, that's so crazy. Like, I didn't think it would actually get this serious. And so, mm -hmm. but yeah. Um, yeah, I was talking with my mom. Go ahead. I was, I, was gonna say, I was talking with my mom the other day and she was like, it's um, kind of weird because like you see all this like futuristic stuff in movies and like, you know, the apocalypse and all this other, the world is ending type things. And you're like, 
that'll never happen, right? And then now sometimes it kind of feels like the world is ending at times and um, it's now we're like living the real life stuff. So it's kind of, it's kind of weird to think about that. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, so yeah, you could just talk about how uh, things were different coming into the fall and what rules and procedures we had to go through. Yeah, so um, when we were starting to figure out how to come back to practice and come back, well, mostly just to come back to school in general, um, I think I think all of our students living on campus was a huge benefit for us. We were able to, you know, contain y'all a little bit and um, not people weren't going as home as much and or go, weren't going home as much and things like that. So um, I think that was something that I was happy about that that our campus does and. Um, the first thing was, how are we going to do move in with freshmen moving in? And um, that was a little bit different because normally when freshmen move in, you know, the coaches kind of go and help them and move their stuff into their rooms. And all we could really do was say hi, and it was say hi through a mask. And um, then it was, okay, now our, our returners are coming back. And same thing with y'all. It was really weird not being able to go give everybody a hug and um, just kind of again, say hi from a distance and wave to your parents. And it was nice to see some of your parents again, because, you know, I didn't really, we didn't really get to say bye to your parents. And, um, you know, I, I like all of y'all's parents. I think they're funny and they, they feel bad for me sometimes because I have to put up with all of y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just um, moving in was a lot easier, I think, than I thought it was going to go. Um, there are obviously some hiccups, you know, because, timing wise with the because y'all had to go get tested and you had to come back with a negative test and everything like that. So um, that took maybe just a little bit longer than we were all expecting, but still I, everybody was able to move in and we had all of our freshmen show up. We had all of our transfers and returners show up. So I was really happy about that. And then um, then it came down to, okay, how are we going to practice? Um, and then how are each, how is each sport going to practice based off of their different levels of um, exposure? you know, lucky for us, one, we're outside, and two, our sport is pretty socially distant to begin with, you know, you play outfield, and, you know, you play center, and your left fielder and right fielder are, like, 20 yards away from you, right, so they're not even, not even within six feet, and you rarely get within six feet of them, um, unless you're, like, chasing after a ball or something like that, and even infielders, like, they stay far enough away from each other where that's fine, and um, so it was kind of like, what's the best way for us to practice while still being safe and following not just softball and NCAA protocols, but the school protocols and everything like that. And so having to wear masks all the time is, you know, maybe maybe not the most fun, especially when it's a little hot outside. And, um, you know, y'all make fun of me because I, I got a tan line on my face, but um, we're trying to do everything we can to be safe. And um, so, you know, you, you all had to wear masks when you weren't involved in, in a drill or actively participating in an activity. Um, so when you were in the dugout during scrimmages or if you were waiting in line doing a drill or you weren't hitting on front toss or fatigue, you should have been wearing a mask. Um, and then when you were like physically exerting yourself and actively participating in the drill, you weren't required to wear one. Um, and then when we were doing conditioning and stuff like that, that was a little bit different because we had to really make sure that we spread out. Um, and especially when you were, um, you know, catching your breath, like you couldn't be around other people because you weren't always wearing a mask and things like that. Um, no huddling around the, around the water cooler. You each had your own water bottle. 
or last year we had cups or shared water bottles and things like that. And um, I think uh, it, it kind of seems like a lot. And um, at the time it felt like a lot of new things were being thrown at y'all, but I felt like at least our team and for the most part, what I hear from every other coach and their teams is that all of our student athletes did a really good job of following the protocols and um, I think especially the spring sports, you know, we were the ones that got canceled last year. And um, I think they realized all of y'all realize how much you actually want to play in the spring and you'll do anything you can to make sure you do play in the spring and the fall sports who are postponed to the spring. I think they realize kind of the same thing. It's like, okay, we should be playing our games right now, but what can we do to make sure we're, we're able to play our games in the spring. So um, I felt like our department and our campus in general did a really good job of following the protocols and um, Obviously, I'm guessing you guys had to wear masks all the time in class and um, a lot of hand sanitizer, a lot of wiping down the desks and chairs and stuff after class. And um, we used a couple of different classrooms and buildings than we normally do on campus so that we could spread everybody out more. Like we used some of the ballrooms that we have on campus to have classes. And um, I thought that was really cool that we were still able to do in-person classes during COVID because not everybody's able to do that and um, we're lucky enough we're in a spot where we are able to do that and um, yeah overall I thought the fall for the most part went pretty good um, you know we hear a lot of other schools had to like shut down or the teams had to go into quarantine for weeks and things like that where we didn't have to experience any of that stuff so I feel pretty lucky um, that everything went smooth for us as smooth as it could yeah I think uh, Shriner did a really good job in uh, trying to not have COVID cases. I mean, like the weekly uh, COVID testing and all that stuff, like the whole time we were there for like the 15 weeks, we only had four positive cases. And I think that's really good given that it could have been a lot worse. And so um, I think that was really good. And hopefully in the spring, it's the same way or even better. Um, but yeah, I think the mask thing with practice was probably one of like the hardest thing to get used to. I, I know like in the beginning, um, you would just like be like, hey, wear your mask or uh, pull up your gator or whatever, because we would just forget because it wasn't something that we were used to at the time. Um, but I feel like by the time the season ended, we were all used to it. And uh, when we would get in a huddle, we would all pull up our mask or whatever, put our mask on. And so, um, yeah, I, and I do agree. I think uh, a lot of the spring sports or even all the sports in general just want to play. And mm -hmm. so they're just going to do anything they can to play. It doesn't matter yeah. what we have to do. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, so do you think uh, like the precautions worked or like, do you think that there's anything that need to be fixed or added into what we have to do for practices or games or anything? Um, I mean, overall, I think a lot of this stuff worked really well. Surprisingly, I feel like this was maybe the healthiest fall um, that one of the teams that I've coached has had, you know, and usually you get kids that get strep or even get the flu or just get really bad colds. And I feel like even the colds outside of like the allergies and stuff that we have in Kerrville, really weren't that excessive like they had been in the past. And I think that came from washing hands a lot and using hand sanitizer a lot. And even, you know, even wearing the masks and not like breathing on top of each other 
um, when you're feeling bad or something like that. And I felt like there were a lot less times this year where I got like, coach, I'm not feeling well or things like that. And um, I think filling out those, because uh, you all had to fill out daily questionnaires. I forgot to mention that earlier. Um, every time we practice, I felt like that kind of helped us um, not necessarily catch things, but like be able to watch kids a little bit closer. Um, you know, like if somebody had a sore throat, um, then our trainers would get, our athletic trainers would get that information. And then they would reach out to that student and ask if they had gone to see Dr. J, who was our campus um, doctor. And um, so I feel like that kind of caught some stuff that maybe um, might've slid by or something like that. And um, I think if there's a way we can tweak it to be a little more, because I know sometimes the link didn't always work. So if there's a way we can like make that work a little bit better, that would be my only suggestion, but I don't really know what the other suggestion, I don't know a way to make that a little bit better than what we already have. Cause you all have it on your phone and you just need to make sure it's really up to you to make sure you fill it out on time. Um, I think, uh, I think for our conference, you know, our catchers are going to have to wear a mask um, and the umpires will need to wear a mask. Um, and, you know, coaches will always have to be wearing masks and things like that. And um, I don't, um, I have to go through and read all the protocols again. So we got a, a heads up on that the other day, but I haven't, I didn't totally look at them um, super closely yet. But um, I think, I think what we're doing now is going to be okay. We're going to test a little bit more um, in the spring than we did in the fall, just because we'll be playing other teams and traveling and things like that. So I believe it's going to be 25 to 50% of our team's going to get tested every week. Um, I feel like uh, me and Coach K, our assistant, will get tested every week just because we're, we're involved with y'all and the other team a little bit more regularly than y'all are. And um, so we'll do a little bit more testing, and that, that'll just be interesting to see how that works. And then we'll have to nail down what the, what the procedures are if somebody does test positive and what we'll have to do while we travel and um, things like that. So... There's some details that we're still working out at, working out as a department, but um, I feel like a lot of stuff will stay the same. We'll just make sure that we're staying extra cautious and, you know, kind of like we were doing for our own fall scrimmages, like the first base dugout was only using a certain set of balls and the third base dugout was only using a set of balls. And I feel like that'll kind of be the same once we get into conference or once we start playing, um, you know, we'll have our six or seven balls that we use and the other team will have their set of balls that they use and bring on for defense and things like that. So. Um, some of those things that we kind of tried to practice in, in our practices will, I think, translate over into, um, into our play. So I'll just be interested to see how it, all, how it all actually pans out once we start playing. Yeah. Um, so for the spring, how do you think traveling is going to work? Like, are we going to do, like, the two vans like we did last year? Or are we going to keep, like, the big van? Or how do you think that's going to work for us and just other sports in general? Yeah, so we've already started talking about that as coaches, and um, we kind of come, we kind of came up with a plan. You know, some weeks we'll take the 26 van, um, some weeks we'll have to take the smaller van, and then another van, or some weeks we'll just have to take two 11 passenger vans or something like that. So um, it's gonna it's gonna be hard, especially because all sports are going, not just the normal tennis, track, golf, baseball, and us that normally go during the spring. Now that we're having all of our sports go and we're all traveling. Um, it's going to be a little, a little tighter with our travel, um, our transportation, I guess you could say. So, um, we're going to have to be a little more strategic about how we use the stuff, but, um, we'll still travel in those vans. Maybe every now and then we'll get a charter bus or something like that. But, um, for right now we're planning on taking our school vans still. So, um, hopefully that's, 
hopefully that all goes smoothly. All of us coaches are working on getting certified for all that, the, the ones that aren't. And um, hopefully that goes smoothly because getting appointments to get into the DMV to take the test and things like that are taking a little bit longer than we thought they would. So, because yeah. those are all by appointments. That reminds me of uh, when you finally passed your test and then we got sent home. <laughs> the Wednesday before I, I passed my driving test for the CDL and then that Friday, season's canceled. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> this is great. I'm so happy. <laughs> um, and then one last question. I know everybody has been asking me. I'm pretty sure everybody's been asking you. Um, so are there going to be fans allowed at the games? I don't want to give an answer yet because I'm, <laughs> I don't want to make anybody mad. Um, <laughs> I want to say maybe not to start with, but hopefully by the end. Um, we will, uh, we will see how that goes. And, you know, the main priority is making sure that our own student athletes are health, healthy and safe. And, um, while still being able to play the games, um, that they each love and things like that. And, um, then the fans become, I don't want to say that they're not a priority, but they're not really a priority for us to figure out right now. So, um, obviously if, if they do come, there'll be social distancing that has to take place. You'll only probably be allowed to bring in a certain number of people, um, things like that. So um, I do know that our university is working on some streaming platforms and getting some audio to go along with that. And um, hopefully all that stuff is taken care of if we aren't able to have fans. So I know that is a big question. I have been asked it as well. And um, I don't want to give a for sure answer because I don't want to get in trouble one way or the other. So. Um, the the it's hopeful we'll put it that way it's hopeful i guess but i don't know if it will happen or not yeah and put him on the spot there mallory oh I'm sorry <laughs> the people want to know <laughs> so this comes to the end of the podcast and um i like to end every podcast with something good and uh something good for me that happened recently was that last week I got to go to a 14U practice with my old select team and I just got to talk to them about my experiences going through the recruiting process and just gave them some advice about softball and life in general and I really enjoyed it because like not too long ago I was in their shoes and it really like put things in perspective on how I'm the role model that girls were for me when I was their age. And it really like helped me um, just kind of work on what I want to do uh, in my future, like with coaching and everything. And uh, the girls were just so sweet. They were like, um, Mal, like, can you come look at my swing? Like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? And like all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like I'll go help you. And I help some outfielders and everything. And it, I really enjoyed it. So yeah, I really had a good time. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Um, let's see. Something good that happened for me. Um, let's see. Well, this weekend I went recruiting. And, um, you know, one thing I love about um, coaching, especially at the college level, I love recruiting to begin with, but um, I love the relationships that I build with other coaches, ones that are in our conference and ones that are in other conferences and even at other other um, divisions. Um, I think that one thing that I love about our sport in general is that everybody's willing to share information. Um, the only way our sport's going to grow is if um, each team continues to get better and better and better. And 
Um, you know, even teams in our conference, yes, yes, we want to beat the other teams in our conference, but um, I think those coaches, we all understand that, you know, usually we're competing for the same kids, but um, I think they understand that if, at least, for, especially for our conference, you go to any other school, you're going to get a good education. And it was just good for me to talk with other coaches in our conference. And, um, you know, we have Texas Lutheran national championship level caliber and just getting to talk with coach Wilson there. He, he's an awesome guy and um, he's willing to give so much back to the program and to the sport and um, help, help other coaches grow too. And it was great chatting with him. And then the coach Martin at um, Trinity, we were able to chat a little bit too. And it's good to know that all of us other coaches are on the same page, especially going into the spring. And um, hopefully we're all able to play our, our full schedule. And so the good thing was just getting out, being able to recruit and, um, Sunday was a lot warmer than Saturday. I'll put it that way. That was nice to see. But just getting to spend time with other coaches, I think, is a good thing for me, too, because it helps me grow as a coach as well. So that's my good thing. And a kind of a funny one. I got a new phone yesterday. So Tati, if you're listening to this, you don't have to make fun of me anymore for my home button on my <laughs> on my phone. I got I got the 12. OK, so it's nice and slick and no home button. Tati. On <laughs> case on it so we don't break it. I know. I gotta get a case. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's really good. I'm really glad that you upgraded. <laughs> all right. Well, that's the end of the episode. Thank you all for joining. And remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on all social medias and go Mountaineers. <laughs> Thank you.